Welcome to the Complete Guide to Kaholant. My name is Zach. With me is Ryan. Hi. We are here today to talk about Tile D12. This is a good one. This is a game. I think your catchphrase was, I like this tile. I like this tile. <laughs> I like all these tiles. There's one tile I'm especially excited for, but we're not talking about tiles I'm excited for. We're talking about tiles that we're talking about. Let me tell you... D12 is the tile with the trendy game. The trendy game! This game is trending. Hashtag game. Hashtag gamer. That's probably what they'll call it in the Switch remake is hashtag game. I hope they don't change it. It's perfect the way it is. I hope it stays exactly the same. I hope they change it to trending game. Trending game. And when you win something in it, a pop-up comes that says... Do you want to share the Yoshi doll to Twitter? <laughs> okay, but only if it's like we adopt a Yoshi doll, like you used to adopt like pets for your webpage. Um, did you ever play the Yoshi Story uh, virtual pet? Like, yeah! Like all in HTML? Yeah, yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah! I had a white one. I don't remember what color I had. I liked yellow and blue. I couldn't tell mm. you which one I had. Uh, this tile here is a tile in Mabe Village. Oh, yes. Let's not do that right now. Um, it has a building that is surrounded by bushes, meaning you can't get to it till after you get your sword. Yeah. Um, there's also a kid and a dog. Mm-hmm. I always thought those dogs were foxes. Yeah, that's They kind of look like foxes, but it makes more sense that they're dogs. Why would you just have wild foxes in your town? Though that would be kind of dope. I think the what we've seen of the uh, Switch remake, um, you get to see the, the dogs in a little more detail. And I remember seeing someone saying, oh, they're actually foxes. I had no idea. Oh. But they're not. I mean, they still look kind of like a dog, like fox, like dog. color and markings are kind of foxy. Yeah. But... It they, does not it, make it sense. It would make more sense that they're dogs. Unless they just have foxes yeah. that just hang out in their town. It's fantasy. You could do that, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, so there's one of those hanging out. There's a kid hanging out, doing kid things. Um, you can see a Did pool. you know that the, the four, that those are the quadruplets? I never put that together. You're totally right. All those kids yes. are the quadruplets. And oh. we have, we're not at the quadruplets house yet, but we can call this guy one of the quadruplets. That means i got to come up with names for them. Gosh darn it! I'm gonna do that later. Okay. That's I now I'm now look forward to that listener. Now I have to figure out the names of all these kids. All right, that's I didn't realize that. Now I'm like, ooh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> um, there's a pool that marks the boundary on the right side of the tile. Oh yeah. Which is interesting because everything else is just broken up by plants or by trees. Yeah, yeah. And they just decided to put a little pool in there that doesn't serve a purpose, but it's kind of neat looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also also talking about the Switch remake you can see into because you have a much bigger view and it's basically the exact same map you can see into the pothole maze or like the area outside the pothole maze you mean the signpost maze signpost maze pothole maze okay. is a different maze a lot of mazes yeah I forgot that the Switch remake is going to have continuous scroll on the overhead which kind map. of makes this, like, I'm glad we're doing this now as opposed to after the Switch remake, because that's not going to make any dang sense. That's true. So we're, yeah. we, we picked a good time to happen to both play Link's Awakening <laughs> again. 
uh, inside the this building, podcast. inside the building is a game mm-hmm. that you get to play, and it's real good. I think that characterizing it as trendy is kind of a stroke of like writing genius because it's just a claw game. You could call it anything, and you could try to make it sound exciting, but the name trendy is so specific. Yeah. Uh, my notes say it's actually kind of a garbage game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it also says Mystical Ninja has this exact game at one part, which is pretty great. That's, I mean... That's Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for the N64 also has a uh, crane game that you play. Which is is it like is it more similar to this than it is to just crane games? I forget the crane so game let me let me explain how the trendy game works. In the trendy game, you go up to a guy. There's mm-hmm. a guy here, and you pay yeah. him money, and he mm-hmm. gives you a chance to move a to crane claw. to claw and grab an item. The yes. way you do this is you got a B button and an A button. Uh huh. You press and hold the B button to move it uh, laterally. Lefty righty. Lefty righty. And as soon as you let go, it's locked into that position. And then you also have the A button, which moves it up and down. Uppy downy. And when you let go of that, it locks it in, and then the crane slowly goes down, grabs whatever it finds when it gets there, and retracts it. Brings the claw very slowly back to a conveyor belt. which then Very slowly. Very slowly, which then dumps it onto the conveyor belt. Conveyor belt rolls it out to you, drops it on the other side of the counter, and then you can pick up anything that you may have grabbed um the items that are available are several different things that are on a conveyor belt themselves which makes it incredibly hard to grab and then a single yoshi doll which is stationary and that is the item that you have to grab to progress the trade sequence that starts the Mm -hmm. trade sequence a doll of yoshi Uh, Uh, now i'm remembering this from going on a little bit better um, is it the same kind of thing where you need to grab a stationary thing to get through the game? It's a stationary thing, but the reason it reminds me of it is because there's two buttons. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a crane game. Like, cause a, r- a real-life crane game, you have, like, a joystick or whatever. But The thing is, I was just watching a Sailor Moon where it was two buttons. Oh, really? On a crane game. Oh, neat. Yeah. I watched the original, or are you watching the remake? Original. That's cool. I need to watch more of that. It's good. Um, I wish I can. It's around episode 110. Oh, I'm not. I never got that far. I think I. I I'm just for our listeners who want oh, to yeah. verify the existence. I forgot we had listeners of... for a second. <laughs> uh, we're assuming a lot there. Yeah. Um, but if you. Around 110, I wish I knew that more specifically, but there's... I, I, I remember thinking, oh, there's a left button and an up-down button. Um, and so oh, it's the one where... Uh, they... they uh, Minako gets a bunch of things out of a crane game because she's, like, depressed, and then later on she's going to throw them at the Monster of the Week, and it's the one where... Uh, they get locked in the parking garage and everyone reveals their secret identities. Great. So now you know exactly which one I mean. Yeah. So you can go check and see how that crane game works. We're going to partner up with a, a podcast about a Sailor Moon rewatch podcast. 
Mm. Uh, That'd be fun. I that's the, <laughs> I, I I I've thought about anyways. Rewatch podcasts sound like too much work. Um, as opposed to as opposed to our very six episode podcast about podcast. <laughs> you have to watch stuff to do that. Um, though, so I guess that means that Japan has two button machines, and that's pretty common. I guess so. Does it look to you like the proprietor of the trendy game is wearing glasses? Yeah, absolutely. Are they big 90s dad-style glasses? I mean, they're large in a way that is... I'm trying to think if there's characters that have small glasses. I guess Mr. Wright has small glasses in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone in Link to the Past who wears glasses? Does the priest... The loyal priest probably wears glasses? Because he pushes them up, doesn't he? Or am I, like, imagining... I That's just your own... That is what you do with your glasses. I always push my glasses up. You know this to be true. Uh, Link Between Worlds version, he has... Oh, he's got glasses. The... He's got link... he's okay. got glasses in Link to Past, yeah. But they're, like, okay. normal-ish. They're proportional. They're not mm-hmm. gigantic like this guy's glasses. They're good. They're not 90s glasses. Though they, they would have been 90s glasses, because that game was also released in the 90s. Well, no, what I mean is... They seem to be of, like, a more real-world style... Oh. Which kind of also figures in with the fact that the prize here is a Yoshi doll. And when it says he seems to be showing up in a lot of games lately, <laughs> the this trendy game begins, like kind of unlocks this interesting quality of Link's Awakening where, you know, Link to the Past is pretty standard high fantasy yeah you know it has some specifically zelda things but in tone it's pretty generic in link's awakening things suddenly get like spookier and goofier and the like the game has much more of a personality wouldn't you say yeah absolutely um and that that weirdness because it's like it's a weird game um the Zelda series ends up getting a lot of mileage out of that weird quality that I th- I I would argue Link's Awakening introduced to the series and which I think this room introduces to the game. Yeah. I think that Link's Awakening does introduce a lot of that to the series in ways that other games get credited for. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the weirdness of Majora's Mask kind of comes back to this game in some ways. Definitely. Um, yeah. You get this Yoshi doll. I got a note here uh, that in a speedrun, speedrunners will stop here to collect the powder. Oh, yeah. That's where they... So one of the items that you can get among many items on the actual conveyor belt is the powder and I think the bombs as well. Hey guys, this is Ryan, the editor. I don't think you can get the bombs here. And so you can sequence break, I guess, sort of sequence break, I guess it's intentional, yeah, and grab absolutely. and grab the powder here and not and just completely skip doing the Terran stuff. Um, um, and then regular well, runners get the Yoshi doll. Skip doing the Terran stuff? Yeah. By, by that you mean you skip... You skip... Uh, you skip getting the mushroom and taking it to the witch. You still have to powder a tarot. No, you don't. 
Why? There's weight around it? No, oh, I'm sorry. You still powder Terran. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different skip. Think, okay, yeah, think, you're right. I think I'm thinking of something different. I don't know. It's been a while. No, the, the actual Terran skip is getting across that gap. Yeah. And then you don't even have to un- a powder Terran. But yeah, you can skip getting the mushroom and taking it to the witch, which is kind of tedious. Uh, and just walk up to Terran and put powder on him and yeah. then he lets you go. And you go straight through the the forest instead of having to go all around, yeah. Um, re- uh, so regular runners, is... regular runners get the Yoshi doll, <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. The speed run manages to skip a bunch of the trading sequences. Well, they skip all of it. I looked this up. Oh yeah, okay. Because you don't have to get any of the gold leaves later on. You can mm. there, you can glitch through and just get straight to the Palomies. Okay. Yeah. And you don't need the magnifying glass no that's the whole thing that we should get into some other time because i dug deep into that the other day trying to figure out how that worked <laughs> uh but we're not a thing yet so uh what else do we have to say about trendy game uh trendy game has an amazing oh. scene with marin oh right it has a very good scene with marin where describe it uh you when you have Marin following you around for that part of the game, you can walk into the Trinity game and she says, Oh man, this is cool. I wanna play this and so I think you shell out the money for it. And she runs up to the th- controls and very slowly, because the crane moves extremely slowly, very slowly moves the crane all the way over to the right, and then all the way down, so that the crane <laughs> very slowly reaches down and grabs the proprietor of the trendy game and grabs him with the claw and then very slowly brings him back to the little dispensing conveyor belt drops him down (laughs) he drops down past the counter and says get out of my establishment and kicks you out (laughs) doesn't give you a chance he just kicks you out and it's fantastic it's an amazing thing that they put in the game and it does not work when you try and do it as link because i tried Link cannot oh. do that. Link does not have the magic of cutscene breaking out of the Break. the established <laughs> boundaries of claw. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty great. I uh, didn't know that he kicked you out. That's funny. He kicks you out. It's great. You just just get. I forget what he says, but it's basically just get out. <laughs> Why would you do that? Get out. And it's another case of Marin being. Well, going back to. Uh, your analysis of the scene on the beach uh-huh. uh, where Marin is kind of she's questioning the status quo she's almost an agent of chaos yeah I can see that because she yeah gosh the the character of Marin gets deeper and deeper the more we do this podcast Marin's a good character she's real good yeah she's she's the the other than Link, the central character, it's it's her Link and the Windfish yep. are kind of the most important characters in the game, and because the villains in the game aren't like one single. I would say char- that it's actually four characters who are the most important in the game. You have to tell me the fourth when we run into them. Link, there's Marin, there's the Windfish, and there's a fourth one. Should I tell you right now who it is? It's. Uh, is it somebody we've run across in one of our tiles yet? No. Then maybe we should leave it? We'll leave it. Uh, yeah. I'll we'll leave it as a cliffhanger. theories about who this is, the fourth most important Who could the fourth is. character be? Sound off well, in the comments. 
Uh, we don't have comments. Tell us on I Twitter who you think the fourth important character that Ryan thinks is the fourth important hmm. character in the game. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, next time on podcast, we're going to go to L13. Okay. And we will see you there.